your mindset, your thoughts, everything. That is the number one thing. Without that, I don't care what kind of process you have. I don't care what kind of knowledge that you have. If you don't have the mindset to execute, the mindset to live into that, it's going to be a bumpy road. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Kirsten Franklin of KirstenFranklin.com. Kirsten, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, definitely excited to have you on and hear about all the awesome things that you're doing. But before we do that, I want to read a little bit more about Kirsten so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Kirsten is a recovering attorney turned successful entrepreneur, as well as a life and business coach. She has worked with a thousand, over a thousand high-level C-suite executives, founders, and professional athletes. She's best known for her rapid transformations and helping high achievers hit their next level. Kirsten, super excited to have you on the show. Hear a little bit more about that next level. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am super excited. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I know I touched on it a little bit, but I wanted to rewind the clock, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Yeah, man. So yeah, everything's a journey, right? So I had left the practice of law and started a title company. I've always been entrepreneurial, um, but I did it at a time where one, uh, real estate was booming. It was Miami. And then it was crashing, right? So I thought I was the smartest person on the planet running this business, making hand over fist money, and then nothing. And I also happened to have been pregnant with my first and only child as a single parent. So everything kind of crashed at once. Um, and it caused me to become homeless. And it's a lot of self-reflection, a lot of work being done at that time. Um, but as I came out of it, I ended up building another business. Um, it was the very first legal recruiting company that was fully uh, remote, right? And I did that because I had a very specific need and I, you know, I wanted to be there for my child, right? Show up, drop them off, pick them up, know their friends, do the thing. And I couldn't do that because all of the traditional recruiting companies was like a ball and chain to the desk. And I was very good at what I did, but I was losing out because I was taking my daughter to school. I was picking her up at two o'clock, three o'clock in the afternoon, right? And so I, I, you can't bring your three-year-old or four-year-old back to the office, yet I had all this time that I could have been productive and it wasn't working for me. And I figured if this is happening to me, it's got to be happening to others. And, you know, that was, that was actually the catalyst that taught me how to actually be a CEO. The first company, I was just a business owner, nothing, right? Um, but this one really showed me the love of what I love to do, which is building businesses, but really flip on that mindset, that mindset shift of being the leader, being the CEO. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And I, I love how you said everything is a journey. I think so many times throughout, you know, life and definitely throughout our businesses, sometimes we forget about that, you know, that journey piece, but, you know, it's, it's uh, great to kind of hear, you know, obviously, sorry, you know, everything that happened, but it sounds like you were able to recover and come back. It sounds like even stronger as a result of those experiences. Oh, for sure. I mean, if I hadn't gone through that, I, w- I just wouldn't be so aware and have knowledge, not just of the difficulty that other single parents go through, but, you know, I was, I was fortunate enough. I have a massive network, friends, family, but anybody else coming out of homelessness, right. And as a vet myself, you see the large population of the homeless are veterans because people don't understand PTSD and other things. 
And it just, it just opened up my eyes. Even people coming out of incarceration. If you don't have money, you don't have paperwork. How do you get an ID? How do you get a job? And then what? You have to show up. It's craziness, but it opened up my eyes in a big way. And it has been massively helpful <laughs> for me and my empathy and my my sight of humanity, right, on this planet. So, yeah. Yeah, you definitely said a really strong word, which is empathy and getting to kind of understand and, and, and realize that. And I imagine that anytime anybody's going through, you know, any difficult, you know, situations, and of course, thank you for your service, you know, being a veteran, and those veterans are coming back, potentially dealing with, you know, you know, issues, PTSD and things like that. I imagine that you have that isolation, isolated feeling where you feel like you're by yourself, feel like no one knows what you're going through. But I appreciate you for, you know, one, bringing light to that, but two, be understanding like how you can potentially do your part to kind of help um, with that. Yeah. And this is true actually for everybody. You know, I, I work with professional athletes when they leave the game, there is a level of depression guys. When you become CEO, when you become a founder, there's this level of whether it's real or perceived, and it's probably both, right? This level of isolation, you are now by yourself. Even if you have co-founders building this business, you know, your little pod might be isolated as a CEO. If you're a minority, female, or just it's a new thing to you. You've never been CEO before. You've never been C-suite. There's absolute, it's the same thing. It might be a different level, right? A different impact, but it's the same thing that we all go through. Yeah, absolutely. And you kind of alluded to, I, I'm guessing like one of the ways that you kind of help people out with that. I think you mentioned about the, the mindset piece and flipping that switch and, and changing that. Is that a little bit about like how you work with your clients and how you, you make that impact? Yeah. So I, I, I'm going to get a little floofy here, but I, I really it. believe in a method that I've coined MVP. So it's mindset, vibration, and processes. Everything starts that way. Your mindset, your thoughts, everything. That is the number one thing. Without that, I don't care what kind of process you have. I don't care what kind of knowledge that you have. If you don't have the mindset to execute, the mindset to live into that, it's going to be a bumpy road, right? And you could, you know, when people talk about self-sabotage or people talk about, ooh, these blocks, all you're talking about is that there is a thought process, a belief, whether you're aware of it or not, that is causing these things either to happen or in the manner in which you're reacting, which might end up a spiral downward versus expanding and going upward, right? So, you know, you've you've been involved with startups. It's a crazy hurricane. I don't care who you are, but the manner in which you react or respond to that makes all the difference. And that's within your mindset. Absolutely. No, I, I love that. And so um, was there um, any, anything additional that you want to kind of touch on how you serve your clients, anything about your book or anything there, but also like, what do you feel like is your secret sauce and the thing you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? So, yeah, you know, over time, I think the thing that sets me apart is this really interesting level of understanding I have of people. And I really come from a place of non-judgment. Um, I, it's, it's a very, people tend to be shocked when they talk to me. Uh, whether you're a professional athlete, the garbage man, you know, the homeless guy on the beach, you know, everyone's very shocked at that. And I'm, and I'm, that's just, that's always been me. Um, and I've also developed that even further as I've matriculated, matriculated through life. And as I've studied with some of the best people, right? John Astraff, Tony Robbins, Brendan Burchard, you know, all of these high performers that have a certain, and, you know, do I agree with all of it? Yes, no, you know, whatever. I, the beauty of life is you take what you, you take what works for you. You take what you need and, and keep going, right? Um, I think one of the questions that um, we were going to discuss is, you know, kind of like what would be the sort of book or something and mm -hmm. all of them, honestly, when a book gets recommended to me, whether I 
feel it or not, I will read it because it causes me to have a different perspective. Um, and, and that's what I want. The people in my network, they're not like me. Because if I have a bunch of people like me, I will never see beyond me. And this is what I do as a coach, right? Whether it's, you know, you're a professional boxer about to get in the ring and you're having a bout of anxiety and you know you're going to lose because you can't get rid of it. Right. You call me up 15 minutes. We're done. You're good. You're out there winning. Right. Whether it's the fact that, you know, you could be more productive or, you know, you have so much more to achieve and something's not happening. Right. People come to me for that as well. And then there's always, you know, it's people want to separate life and business. It's you have one life. Your business is a part of that. It's all universal. Right. Just like we are, you know, whether you get that or not, we are all one. Right. That homeless guy on the street or girl, that's a part of you manifesting. Okay. And that's why your business looks the way it looks. Starbucks boomed. Why? Because they understood that they understood that it's every level, right. And they understood how that bleeds out into branding. So they're used to be super happy Starbucks employees. Right. Um, and all of that, right. And all the catering to, to the customer, but that's, you know, it's a oneness. And I think that's, what's unique about what I do and how I help my clients not just build businesses, but they come out, oh my God, I didn't get divorced and we're actually having a good time. My kids love me again. Like, you know, because it's all, it's you. You are the common denominator in your life. So if things are not going the way you want, self-reflect because you're the only common thing in that scenario. Yeah, absolutely. And I believe, you know, even Gandhi, you know, had a, had a quote, you know, in order to change the world, a lot of times you have to start with changing yourself. And I think yeah. so many times we're looking externally for those, you know, solutions to things that how we can, you know, adjust and change it. But I, I love, you know, everything, you know, related to, you know, what you do, because I think so many times we, especially during these times, it's so divisive where I'm not that person, that person's better than, or that person's worse. And there's so much that we don't realize the oneness of even who we are. A lot of times when you get to hear people's stories, you get to hear the struggles that they're going to that you alluded to, while it might be quote unquote packaged differently at the essence, it's a struggle in understanding like how you could, you know, work through those things to get to where you want to be. That's something that we all want to, you know, do and have value. So I love that you're able to kind of, uh, for lack of a better term, distill down that's the essence of the humanness that we forget in businesses and even in life at that. Right. And that's what makes a good CEO, right? That, you know, if you want to be the best CEO, it's not about the book that tells you, you know, do this, do that, do this. No, it's actually about your personal development, your ability to empathize, your ability. And don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about the level of empathy where you keep on people that are not benefiting your company, because the truth is, is you're not benefiting them either. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, I actually recently joined a, a nonprofit organization and we cut everybody loose. And it was a very hard thing to do for some people. But I understood exactly what we were doing. And, and, you know, you can't build the base. And this happens for a lot of um, first time or second time founders or business owners is you have a really good heart and you want to give everybody an opportunity. But sometimes at start, that's not the point in which you have the ability to do that. Now, once you've built your organization and you have a whole machine running, yeah, you can take time with certain individuals and foster them more, right? Um, you know, if they're having problems, you can help take care of that with them. But it's not at the beginning um, when you need the people who actually can execute work and have the knowledge to get things done. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, it's it's definitely a lot of self work to be yeah. one of the top videos, you know. 
Nice. I, I appreciate that. And, and especially, you know, of course, you know, hearing about, you know, the hack and understanding like how to you know read all the, the books and the things. But would you consider that? And it sounds like a CEO nugget, I would say, you know, which is kind of like a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. Is it that I think so many times, especially as leaders, you know, you want to help out. Um, you want to help out so many people, but it kind of goes back to the old adage of is your oxygen mask on? Is the business, the organization yourself in the right place so that not taking away from the ability that you have to give, but actually enhancing the ability to give because you're able to give so much better and stand on your ones and twos to be able to do that. Do you think that's part of your? Yes, 1000 percent. Sure. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which we kind of touched on this maybe a little bit, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Kirsten, what does being a CEO mean to you? For me, it's leadership. It's driving leadership. It's being empathetic. It's having a global view. It's understanding the oneness because your job is to not just motivate, but motivate in a very um, sort of directed way, like right with a, with a certain goal. Um, and yeah, I think that's, you know, for me, it comes down to leadership and all those things I said after that word are what I believe make a leader a leader. Yeah. And I appreciate you giving that like kind of holistic perspective on leadership as well, too, because I think so many times we can be very closed minded um, or in a closed box, maybe or, or limiting might be a better word to say um, related to what leadership looks like. It's not just telling somebody to do X, Y and Z. It's understanding the humanness of what people are doing. It's understanding the mission, it's just understanding all the quote unquote cogs of life <laughs> that we have that are in alignment with the oneness of the mission that we're, we're hoping to accomplish. Yeah. And, and, you know, here's something to reflect on, too, is communication. But communication, again, the number one thing is awareness, because you have to be aware of how you come off to others and how you are communicating so that they truly understand where you're going and they can buy into it and then, you know, motivate and get things done. So communication is key, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the big part of it is it's not just talking uh, as far as communication is also listening and being able to kind of have that back and forth and that engagement and that understanding along the way. Yep, 100%. Sure. Awesome. 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 Where Kirsten truly appreciate that definition, that perspective. And of course, I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. And of course, get a copy of your book. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, you can find me at kirstenfranklin.com. Uh, you can find me, the best place to reach me is actually on LinkedIn. Um, you can find out a little bit more about my background and what I do and what I'm working on these days. Tons of startups going on, uh, a lot of uh, philanthropic work in, as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, the best place to reach me is is at LinkedIn or kirstenfranklin.com. And you can follow, I actually have a podcast as well. It's called Girl on Fire. And the book is the book. The book was actually written for my clients. So uh, you could grab it. I'm sure you can understand it. I'm sure it's beneficial. Um, but yeah, uh, you can find me on Facebook as well. And you can actually enter my private group, which is Thrive Tribe Global. And, you know, it's a free group. It's private. And we discuss a lot of things there as well. So I can give you some some free advice there. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think the, the quote that always comes to mind is that you can see so much further by standing on the shoulders of giants. I think Einstein said that. And I appreciate you giving that free advice and that knowledge because that only allows us to, again, lean on each other, but also to see so much further and to progress, you know, within our businesses or in our organizations. Yep, absolutely. 
Awesome. 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 And of course, to make it a little even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes so everybody can get a hold of you, Christian, and hear about all the awesome things you're doing. But I appreciate you so much for your time, the awesomeness that you're doing. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.